Bad boy. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? You've tuned in live to the Flyers Sports and Entertainment Podcast in all the land. This is Stat Lines Matter. I am your host, Marquis Stewart. Like always, sitting right here with my partner in crime, Mr. Rob Hunter Jr. Hello. What's going on, my boy? What's up, man? How you doing? Man, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good, man. I got to ask you, because we've been in this mode. I got to ask you, man, how's the move? I mean, how's it going? I know... It's still like give us the like give us a quick okay. Burn. How we looking? There is uh, some progress. Progress. Okay. I slept in my bed for the first time last night in two months. Wow. Yeah, for the first time in two months. But I'm gonna tell you something that was super annoying. As I was leaving, uh, my wife had in I don't know what you call them, but the kitchen remodeler, whatever mm-hmm. you call that. And oh, can we close off this wall? And can we do this? And I'm like, yo, man, can I just get one day with no talking about no renovations? You gotta just one you gotta day turn the house into a home. Yo, but the kitchen is better than any kitchen I ever grew up in already. A house is not a home until a woman put her hands on it. And she always oh, she putting hands, feet. Every, everything, every, every knees. Man, you let her do what she got to do. Like, she making it good for you. So when you come down and get your glass of fold, your cup of fold, <laughs> you know what I mean? Sanka. Get, yeah. get you a Sanka. <laughs> hey, that, hey, that's how you know you from the 70s when you know Sanka. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like one of the first decaffeinated coffees. which And it was instant. Which I don't understand why you ever want your beer, yes. alcoholist, or your coffee decaffeinated. Yeah. That's- but apparently it sells quite well. Well, it's do they still make Sanka? I don't know if they still make Sanka. I don't know. <laughs> Sanka was instant. On top of it all, it was instant. Coffee. Sanka, like, it, that was all. And they bad. used to run commercials. Hella commercial. Like who wants? Like anyway. So yeah, it's it's been. But but and then and then on top of that, I was telling the guys before we started that I had to put together my our bed. We have a sleep number bed. And oh um, sweet, what number are you? Hundred. Nice. It's hard. Yeah. Hard, I, I hard like as, as firm as possible. And uh, they say people don't normally sleep on. No, that's like sleeping on concrete. But bricks, I'm 100. I was yeah. like, I'm like, who you? I was like, who? Who you think you married? Not even moving. You married? I'm one. I've been 100. Why would I not sleep on 100? Why would I sleep on 99? That's hilarious. Anyway, so she. Yeah. So I was telling them I put the bed together because all the all our parts were all spread out. So I finally was like putting together a puzzle. I put it together, and then I. You know, I slept on it, but they asked me, did you feel a sense of satisfaction? That it was, I was like, no. I was happy it was over with. I didn't look at the bed and go, ha ha, I did that. Nah, you're supposed to feel, you're supposed to breathe. You're supposed to exhale. And I mean, I did, I just didn't, when it was all together, I did not get a sense of satisfaction looking at At your work. Being it in a hundred parts, now it's all together. I was like, I'm never doing this again. Don't say never. No, I can't. You'll you'll move again. I move again, but I'm not doing it the way I did it this time. It was absolutely. That's fair. fair. It was a. It was a tragedy. Because we're gonna. And it's still. Because I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen. Still, it's still tragic. It's not over. We're gonna blow this show up. You're gonna get a seven or eight figure check from talking your stuff, (laughs) and then you're gonna move into a big house. That's that, and that is the plan. Like when I say that, that's the plan. That's the plan. So I'm. So yes. So uh, hey. So with that being said. I was going to say, subscribe, hit the notifications, because we got to get him 
into that house he's trying to get into. Yes, and I promise you, y'all get me in it. All y'all welcome to come over and, 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 he, and help and see he what y'all do. Literally built. means that. Like yeah, he will be bartending, grilling, all that. Like, or I have, have some. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It You'll be taken care of when yeah, you come to you, my house. But you, you do be liking to be on the grill. Though. I enjoy being, you know, my uh, McDowell's. Yeah, you know what I mean, I enjoy <laughs> with the train. Yeah, you can. You can even work my train. Hilarious. Um, we have a new NBA champion, a familiar one, a yeah. familiar one. We've yeah. seen this team before. This team has been there before. These the core group has been there before. Um, I'm going to let you have a little bit of room because I, when I was thinking about the show, I was thinking you're going to be on your. There's going to be a KD angle to your take. I, so, I did not have one. Well, go go for it. No, I want I, I want to throw it to you. Give me give me your overall feeling on what Golden State accomplished this year, and then what it means. Like how you place their dynasty because it's official. It's an it's a dynasty. Um, okay, you can you can technically separate at least. Okay, I okay I will full disclosure. Uh, the two titles with KD are not held, in my opinion, in the same esteem as the ones without him. Um, the esteem. Yes. Uh, I think that. I but I, I but I think that this title and they. Of course, they're not going to say, but when you hear them talk about the satisfaction of this title and what they've gone through over the past, I believe it's three seasons, uh, particularly after game six against Toronto, you hear them talk about that. But they won't say this means more without KD because it validates what everyone else has been saying. And it also validates the fact that what they were able to accomplish the year before he got there was not a one year wonder. But it was and it was done with the guys who was who were drafted. Right. So it was done with the three, the you know, the three foundational pieces who and I, and you can get their sense of frustration. The first off the KD frustration, but more importantly, I think outside of KD, the injury frustration, the injury to, to Clay, uh, who who. Uh, wasn't able to be healthy, I guess, the past two seasons, him coming back mid-season, yeah. trying to find his footing, the injury to Curry, and the uh, seemingly in and out. You know, Draymond has started to become injury-prone, seemingly mm -hmm. just nicked up all the time, missing time here and there. And then last year, of course, uh, Curry coming back and having what I thought was an MVP season and playing essentially by himself, finishing with the worst record. Yeah. All of these things, and for them to yeah, be there's able no to – There's no MVP going to – team in the uh in the play in no. so for for them to be so for them to have gotten their their three foundational pieces healthy at the right time right you got to have health at the right time and you know the, the and they know this because a lot of their uh postseason success could seemingly you could you could draw that to be other teams not having health at the right time, whether it was the Chris Paul injury, the injury to Kawhi uh, when they beat the Spurs and they were down 19 in the third quarter. So, so they've had some some health. Uh, they've benefited some, from some injuries, and they were able to actually uh, right the ship this year. And they beat a healthy, but in their defense, they beat a healthy Boston squad. So, uh, for me, I think it puts Curry, um, you know, in that second tier of uh, you know he's in the top 10. But if there was you know, he's in that second five, or he's in that that five. He's he's definitely in the conversation. Obviously, greatest shooter of all time. Uh, and yeah, I, I mean, this team was one of the most one of the easier teams to root for, of because a lot of times people don't want dynasties to win because they get fatigue, right? They get Alabama yeah. fatigue. They get, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, you know, no, I don't think anybody ever rooted for the Spurs except for me. <laughs> um, you know, you get fatigue, uh, and I think that this is one of the easier. 
uh, dynasties to root for since maybe Chicago. Yeah, um, a couple things uh, just to kind of go back. I don't think the KD thing is as nearly as for them as big as what you're making it. I think it was the depths that they went to um, after all that. Like it, it really started when KD was there um, against Toronto when he got hurt and then Clay got hurt. And then everything after that was really dark. And and, and people were really – I mean, and I'll take this opportunity. I was actually going to make a, a a quick hitter about this, but um, really call out Nick Wright because Nick Wright, who I don't really respect, I think he's a bit of a, a hot take king, went on his show and it's gone viral back a couple years ago saying – Steph will never win again and <clears throat> the Warriors will never win again and it's over and break it down and and Steph is never going to see a championship and I think it was those kind of conversations and obviously he was leading it but there were other people who were on that tip going and I listen I was one of them I didn't think that they would get it back this quickly because once they got everybody back it came back um, but I think that's what made this particularly satisfying is because when guys are hurt, and I think Clay is a very, and I think you saw this too, if you watched a lot of the post game, Clay is a very well liked, well respected uh, teammate, and to see a guy go down with an ACL and an Achilles, which in the past were both injuries that could have cost you your career, um, and him to come back and contribute, obviously there were games where he wasn't at his best, but I think they 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 wanted to play for each other. They wanted to play for their coach. And I think that's – I would put that first. I'm not saying that the KD thing wasn't a factor. I just would put that first. Um, I think in terms of how we see this team, you can't do anything but respect uh, the organization top to bottom because a lot of teams would have broke broke it up, especially when Clay got hurt like in uh, over the summer of training camp. You know, like I would have traded. Yeah. Like, listen, I would have moved Draymond. I ain't gonna lie. I would. I would have moved Draymond the day he was like telling KD, like, we won without you. And I we, literally would have moved. And we him. talked about that. Yeah, I right? would have moved him. The I next said day. he's the reason why they're gonna win. Yeah, and I said you can't trade Draymond. You just can't. And uh, I'm not saying. I mean, obviously they won again, so yeah. it appears I'm right. But I think that if they would have traded Draymond, they still could have would have probably won with KD. So, right. but so, what they what they were able to do, and I think what the uh, the real secret to I think Golden State when they won when they were successful because they only won one title without KD and one with him, I mean one without him and two with him, and they split when it was just them. Um, what they had in those early years that seventy three nine team that didn't win is they had a deep they were a deep team they had a bench, and when KD left. And you lose a, at that time a thirty million dollar player. They were able to get low drive picks and fill that roster with good young talent that helped them carry through the season, even through these injuries that they had and waiting for Clay to come back. So Jordan Poole, which some people said was the worst pick of the draft that year, and then he ended up playing a huge role more in the regular season than the playoffs, but hit big shots. The thing I like about where Golden State is, and I said this on an earlier podcast, is that they're young. They, you know, uh, outside of their core, you got a Weissman coming back. You got a Kaminga who really didn't play much in the playoffs, but is, you know, 19 years old, mm-hmm. tremendous talent that, that, that benches deep. 
and they can go on another run with another core of you players. Got, you got Jordan Poole, and you got not a lot of people know about Moses Moody, who averaged 30 yeah. in the, uh, in the, in the G, G League. League. Yeah. And these are all, you know, uh, Gary Payton, G League guy. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Poole, G League guy. These guys are guys that, like, the G League is not a spot where, you know, the, the seemingly NBA players or, or NBA players with aspirations, uh, players with, with NBA aspirations go to die. This is a place that has a lot of talent that, that they're getting – uh, players from now. Yeah, and and what they're doing is, and and obviously, yeah. Aside, they're doing an amazing job of developing their talent. But I think in the league overall, what you're seeing is the ability to send guys there that normally wouldn't be getting a lot of minutes with the team. Let them go down and play in the G League, which is more competitive. It's like than what triple A. Yep, and get the at bats, so to speak. You know, get instead of being on the team and being the 23rd player mm-hmm. and playing a game every week and a couple of pinch hitting, you go down there and get your four at-bats every game and figure your game out. These guys are figuring out the NBA game and, and, and Golden State probably doing it better than anybody. Did you hear that, uh, you know, I'm, uh, and this has been a bit of a viral clip, that before Gary Payton joined the Warriors this last end, he had uh, applied for a job at, in the, in the uh, film room. Yeah. Just, just to be around just the league. Just to be in the game. Yeah, just to be in and around the game. And uh, Man, what an incredible story. Um, I love this organization. I love Steph. Um, even Wiggins, uh, the much maligned uh, Wiggins, uh, played He played his Harrison Barnes role, right? Yeah, but he, he really stepped up. But, and uh, he, more, yeah, more athletic Harrison. Yeah, and he, he had some games where what he did really made a difference. I think game five. Player. Yeah, game five, I believe. Is he a free agent? Yeah, well, I know he's about to get a new contract. I'm not sure uh, what his contractual status is. It'll but. be interesting to see what they do with him. But the scary thing is, as long as Steph can find the motivation, they could run off. They could run off a couple more because you, you don't worry about Draymond's motivation because Draymond's not really impacting the game and like volume scoring. Like the things he do, he can do. The things he does, he can continue to do until whenever he stops playing. And I think Clay will be completely and totally motivated because we did not see the best of Clay Thompson right. uh, this year. Uh, he is an all-time player, despite him being left off the 75 team. He's an all-time player, and I know he's eager to get back more full strength, you know, get his legs together. So uh, I'm, I'm really excited to watch this team and uh, continue to grow. I'm not afraid of dynasties, and I'm not even afraid – because I don't think – one, at least in my view, and I'd love to hear your opinion on this. I don't think one dynasty knocks out another dynasty. I don't think there's a ranking of dynasties. I think if you're a dynasty, you're a dynasty. And if you're not, you're not. Like the Lakers of the 80s, the Spurs, the Bulls. Once you get in that, you're just in that. Like you can't erase five rings. You can't erase, you know, whatever. Like once your team, the core of your guys gets that, so I'm excited to see how far they can go. If they get 7 out of 10, 8 out of 11, or whatever the number is, I want them to go as far as they can go. And as long as, as, long as Steph can find a motivation, yeah, I think the sky's the limit. I'm, dynasties are – it just depends, right? Normally, I don't feel a way about the dynasty, but I must be honest. I did not appreciate – well, I, I, I could appreciate, but I, I did not like the Patriot dynasty at all. Didn't like Tom, don't like, didn't like uh, Robert Kraft, didn't, I didn't, I wanted them to lose literally every Super Bowl. 
Um, so I can, but normally outside of something of that nature, uh, you know, I appreciate it all, all. And then when they lose, right, it's still interesting to watch, right? When so when Detroit dethroned the uh, the Lakers, I believe in oh one, yeah, um, stopped them from getting their three three peat, yeah. Um, it was interesting on a number of different levels. Um, obviously, they were able to stop them from repeating the Bulls' success. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you were wondering if Larry Brown could take this group of players who seemingly had never had, had any any real deep playoff success with Chauncey Billups and Rasheed Wallace and Ben Wallace and yeah. Rip Hamilton. And the list goes on. Yeah. Um, could they – Tayshawn Prince? Yes, Tayshawn <laughs> Prince, yeah. yeah. Could they actually beat – the yeah. Kobe Bryant, yeah. Shaquille O'Neal, like you know, Phil Jackson, you know, the greatest coach of all time, who only won Coach of the Year once. Like, get rid of that that award if he only won it once. Anyway, right. my point is though, is that you know, could they do it? And so that was a not to bring that back, but I believe they would. They they ran off four straight against yeah. them. I believe. Four, yeah. So anyway, yeah. I mean, so my feeling on dynasties is as a sports fan, it's 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 layered. You know, yeah. because how because it's interesting because do you are you able to actually see the dynasty coming? And you don't know it's a dynasty until Well there seems to be kinda Yeah, there seems to be a off. moment where you go, like, Hey, what's Wait, going on here? Is, is this a dynasty? <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. You know, with the Spurs it was like, hmm. Yeah. Okay, are they gonna be able to win without David? And they yeah. did. And they yeah. won they won in so many different ways with Kawhi and in that version, and then they won with Tony Parker and that right. version they added with David, but the one constant was Pop and Timmy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh I yeah, I, I think about this in every sport. We still talk about the Steelers of the seventies. You know what I mean? Like, to me, like I, I put I place so much on winning that when you have a dynasty like a team that wins two, three in a row or wins four out of five or four out of six, man, enjoy it. Because I think that's more fun than the one-off. Like Detroit won a championship in 2001. It wasn't their only one for their franchise, but it was the only one for that group. It doesn't mean as much. Well, it's it's forgettable. It means, almost, but right? yeah, it's if, if you're it, in Detroit, you're like, yeah, you oh, know, heck, you're, yeah. you're dusting off that DVD every now and then with your little feather duster. Like, let's watch this. Listen, if that was my team, I'm definitely doing that. But if it, it doesn't feel like and it, and it and it feels it's very forgettable because it doesn't feel like Toronto actually ever won a championship to me. Yeah. Uh they won it. it. It was interesting watching this happen. I know that they had their injuries, but still, you know, is uh, like is Toronto, Kyle Lowry about to get a, you know, it was very Yeah. yeah. Hmm. And then it's like well, if you're not able to build, it's almost like you got to win it twice. Yeah, for, for for it to like resonate beyond that's how I feel about the, the city. That's how I feel about the Lakers bubble championship. They needed to win that next year to really of solidify. Yeah, that's, they got to solidify. And then they didn't. Yeah, so this don't count. Yeah, no, well, it counts. <laughs> but the, no, it counts. But it sits over with the 2001 <laughs> Pistons and the and the and the Raptors and the guys, the teams that got one. The Raptors yeah. didn't win. Toronto, yeah, Toronto. Yeah, I, I was thinking Grizzlies yeah. for some reason. Um, let me ask you this. Pull back a little bit. Because um, now we're going into the draft, we're going into the NBA offseason, which obviously we'll we'll get into that as things go on. But what's your overall take on the league? Uh, what were what were the stories that stuck out for you? Uh, the things that you thought were going to go this way and went that way. Would you get right? Would you get wrong? Well, you know, I thought obviously I got the championship right as I said here on you know a couple months ago with you picked Boston no I picked remember I well, you picked, said I picked my, you said, I, you I picked said if my man but, but you did do a quick hit and said if your man gets 
25 right, to 30 right, minutes. Right. Well, well that was, yes, correct. Yeah. And then you saw that there was a, a change, right? And that's, that's true. Uh, there was a change in the middle of the, that, that series where the, they, Boston couldn't score. Yeah, it was weird. Right? I mean, they but, they, but Golden State's defense had something to do well, with that. Well, that's the point, right? Yeah. And so we know that Robert Williams isn't a scorer. He's a defender. And and Golden State made a, 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 an adjustment defensively where they stopped the penetration. The guys couldn't get in the lane. They couldn't. And then you had Jason Tatum. And not to – you asked me a whole different question. But you had yeah. Jason Tatum turning into this kind of point guard, which he's not. And, of course, now that the stat is out there, I'm not probably dropping a bombshell. But he broke the record for the most turnovers in the history – of postseason. Really? Yeah, 100. He had 100. You know, and so it's clear that they need a ball handler. He sounds like Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, and, I, you know, they had – they have they only they only scored over 100 uh, twice in this series. They were in the 90s. Yeah. You know, the whole time. And so five out of the last um, – four out of the last five games did not break 100 points. So that the adjustment was made. Yeah, we can – I think we can pause the, the, the Jason Tatum coronation. He was on his way, but we're going to have to hold off. And he's still young, man. He's still 24, 25 years old. Boston had 22 turnovers in a closeout game. Yeah. In a closeout game. Oh, no, listen. Listen, experience is everything in the NBA. You have to ascend. You have to get over. You have to get by. Yeah, yeah. It's always been that way. I don't think it's ever going to change unless there's a – anomaly year where there's injuries or COVID or something like that. But in a normal NBA ascension of a team, you got to get to this point. We saw it with Milwaukee. They got smacked down and then they had to kind of figure it out and get past it. And I didn't, and and I should have been a little bit more observant in this regard. Okay. So I didn't anticipate you watching, you're watching the Celtics consistently score over a hundred points against defenses that weren't as great, including the Bucks without, Chris Middleton. Yeah. But with inside of that observation, they were going to game seven in every single series except for the one with Golden State. That's the one they lost. So there was there there were little signs mm-hmm. that I just didn't pick up on. But now in hindsight, now you look back, you're like, they shouldn't have been going seven against everybody. But and then and and I feel and a lot of people feel the same way. I don't mean I'm right, that with Chris Middleton, they probably don't beat them. No, but there's I mean, they but pushing listen. the game seven. I'm saying they pushing the game. Yeah. So my point is, is with the prediction mm-hmm. with Robert Williams, I should have I should have probably been more 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 aware, if you will, of what it took to get there. Looking at that would have told me that they're probably not going to beat a team with three championships and and obviously one that won seventy three games. Uh, that didn't win a championship, but the, with the pedigree that they had. So. Yeah, and and obviously they had the experience and they had the motivation, uh, but I wouldn't count Boston out moving forward. Uh, good, I wouldn't count them out. But good young team. But you think you would thought with Brad Stevens they was gonna you know come back and, and it's just not a guarantee. Well, Brad, well that's true. That's true. Um, but the, not co- the first but the, finals that but the conference is, finals that they had you know that. Tatum and Reed been far, man. Right, but this core him Jalen Brown they gotta uh, add they gotta add a score. Smart, in that center, good core, good core. But they gotta add, you know, they gotta add, they gotta add somebody. They gotta add somebody that can put that can that can that can that can, that can score. And I just don't think that I they, actually think they gotta add bench and role players. I think they got the the uh, the core. They'll they'll figure out, and that coach will figure out. I think you know when you talk about the adjustments that Steve Kerr made, I don't think Steve Kerr gets enough credit as a coach. Uh, being on the bench, it's sort of notion. I, mean, I think we've had this conversation that 
oh, he just gets all his talent. And they, you used to try to say the same thing about Phil. You just roll the ball out and Curry's going to hit the shots and all that. And, and I think um, little things like the adjustments that were made in the series made the difference. And I think uh, Steve Kerr deserves a lot of credit. I mean, he's a he's a winner. He's a winner as a player. He's a winner as a coach. Uh, you know, I mean, I mean, how many championships do you have? Um, like five as a player and – for as a yeah he winds up with uh the spurs too yeah, yeah so yeah so craziness there and then when you start thinking like phil jackson has 11 titles yes and one coach of the year yeah get rid of the award well, yeah. lebron's got one league mvp in the last nine years get hey, rid get rid of the award it's good people steve, on both nash, sides. steve nash has two league mvps i believe like charles like get get rid of it like Kobe Mike, got Mike, one but yeah, well, Kobe probably should have had one. I'm not saying I'm, I'm no, talking Kobe about. Kobe should have had one over Steve Nash that year. Definitely, yes. Oh, is that is that who he beat out? Yeah, I believe. Uh, like Harden, yeah. Harden has never been an MVP. Never yeah. scoring. Never champ, get rid or or figure something else out with that award. Like you, Phil Jackson, have one coach of the year. Yeah, one. I, well, and, I, and he's he's regarded as the greatest coach of all time. One of the issues that I have with um, those awards in the NBA is that. It seems to be at the beginning of the year, the writers kind of decide who the finalists are. Because they go based on and tenure. Then they, and then they start marketing in a sense. It's almost tenure those guys. So then in order to fall out of it, you have to do something. You have to get hurt or you have to play your way out of it. Because there was a point where like DeRozan was really the guy. But he had to work so hard to get to the point. Now, obviously, he didn't sustain it because we as a team had injuries in Chicago. But it was like... At the time, he should have been in the – it should start at zero, and then who's ever balling should be on the three or four on the list going on. But they had made their decision that it was going to be Embiid, it was going to be uh, Jokic, and that, and they pretty much went the wire with it. And it doesn't allow unless somebody has a dramatic shift and somebody falls off that list. And I also think that they should include the playoffs. Like I don't. I hear a lot of people say that, but I, I don't. Should, I think they should include it. So well, then and the Steph should have won that bit last year. Well, but see, don't you see? But let me ask you this: Don't you think that they added um, by adding the conference finals MVP that they've given something for? Oh yeah, for maybe. I mean, that's new, right? What is yeah. this year? I felt some type of way that they named it the the, the Eastern Conference was Larry the Larry Bird Trophy, and the Western Conference was Magic Johnson's. Like, what well, y'all gonna name something after the goat? Maybe just the sure. goat award, like. Yeah. Like I'm, when they gonna do that? Yeah, I just sometimes I don't know. Sometimes I, I guess get, they feel I like we want to make it even. Well, I get the Magic and Larry because how critical they were. To, like they want to spread it out, spread out. Well, that's the, what they. Yes, I think they try to figure out a way to hey, get everybody. In I have a question for you. Yes, and this is this is I, I could be a silly, you know. This is everybody should know. I, you who, silly? Who the hell is Larry O'Brien? Um, Larry O'Brien, I believe, was the commissioner. Um, before David Stern, because I like I, I know I know who, who you know who uh, uh, the the, the, the Super Bowl award you know that's the coach of uh, Green, Bay. Green Bay. I yeah. know okay, yeah, yeah, that should be won. George Hallis. I, I, <laughs> I mean, George Hallis yeah. is the NFC Championship trophy. So yeah, so but I don't, but I'm like uh, Larry. It's the Larry O'Brien. Larry trophy. O'Brien, I believe, and if I got this wrong, just jump in the comments and straighten me out. But I think Larry O'Brien was the I, commissioner of the whatever NBA. with that. They need to rename that. They should rename Just it. Just because you don't know him doesn't mean that it's not. Yeah, but I mean, who the hell is that? What, they what if you worked hard and they named you like 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 sports podcaster of the year? That would and be then fine. Just because it got 
50 years from now and they'd be like, man, who was Rob Hunter? Take his ass off for that. I'm just saying, but you, we remember, we know who Kareem is. You know what I mean? You it, know it who need, Kareem is. It need is. to be the Michael Jordan my, award. I don't I don't need to be my, my kids the never Phil Jackson Kareem. trophy. It need to be something, something where somebody wants nah, something. Man. Who the hell, who the hell is history? Who the hell, but you, you don't even really, you like, I think it's well, this I don't, guy. I wasn't around when Larry O'Brien was around. I wasn't around when, when Lombardi was around. Yeah, but we know who they are, though. That's the whole thing. Yeah, we, because, we know exactly who they are because their contributions were so great that you can't, like, you don't really mention you the game without do that. Like, if you earn that, like, you don't want anybody. Like, if somebody they named the street off you, after you because you, you be did lit. some good things. That would be like, lit. It may live on. If they were like, yo, we're giving an award for the best hair by a black person. <laughs> and, then, and then they saw your hair and then they named a street because you had the best black people hair. You wouldn't want that to be taken away. You earned that. That's true. But if somebody came out with better hair, <laughs> you know no saying? one's coming out with better hair. <laughs> Nobody. That's that shit is silky. Who the hell is Larry O'Brien, man? That's that hair silky. And where the O'Brien's at? Like we don't even hear nothing. We still hear about, you know, the Lombardis. This we don't Lombardi hear nothing person. about the Lombardis. Yes, because they're coaching. Who? They're Lombardi the Lombardi boys. They, they got they got they got coaches in the league that we know. I, I don't know who those are. Who who is that? You know, you little Vinny, Vinny Lombardi. Hey, <laughs> who is Larry O'Brien? <laughs> and why the hell is the trophy named after him? Anyways, while he's doing his research and Larry O'Brien was an American politician and basketball commissioner. Get him out of here. Oh, he was a Democrat. Never mind. Put him. I'm not a Democrat, but I mean, you know wow, what I'm saying? We are officially he, in the rabbit hole. He was a Democrat. Hold on. Was he was he down with the with 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 the movement? You know, with with the civil rights. Could, could you research on your own time? <laughs> yeah, I just want to make sure. Uh, anyways, that we ain't the trophy. Let me, ask you, the, let me ask you about this real quick. Um, <laughs> I'm hearing that the Brooklyn Nets, Kyrie, are an impasse, and now there's talk about him reuniting with uh, your boy, uh, LeBron James. How you feel about the the boys getting back together? It's so funny because a lot of my friends. I'm gonna just like ask you the question, then I'm gonna keep talking. Um, a lot of my boys that had nothing nice to say about Kyrie that are Laker fans are all like, yeah, I mean, you know, if he come on, you know, you know, he can ball, you know, he really skilled, you know, you, Hey, then when you play him with a guy like LeBron, you never know what can happen. So what's your take on that? I think, okay. So I thought about that. We talked about this last night. We were talking about, what are we going to talk about on the show? And you told me that Kyrie and there had been some some scuttlebutt about, and I think that's all there is, is about about that. And so and so I thought about that too, right? I thought about the fact that how much substance is there, and I think and now I was like, I don't know, how can it happen? You know, this Westbrook's and but then I started thinking about like his recent interview on the I believe his I Am Athlete podcast. Mm-hmm. I believe it was that one, um, and he his hair was cut. Nice had a nice haircut. And I started thinking to myself, I was like, wait a minute. Not only do I think is there substance, I think it's already in the works. And I think that the hair, new haircut was part of LeBron's, you know, uh, term, terms and conditions. <laughs> yeah, for him to, like, look, I got some things that I need you to do. Oh and you got to go out. You got to make this right. So I think part of what he said, he said some very flattering things about LeBron on that podcast. And then – you know the hair being cut, and I also think you know. I just think there's this, this, there have been and 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 Kyrie like, hey, I'm just trying to get back into the kingdom, and so I and I think there's probably going to be a minimum number of of games that he's going to have to play probably between 
65 and 75 games. I think he's probably going to have to play that, you know. And I, I don't even think he's played that many games over three correct. seasons. Correct. So LeBron's yeah. like, look, and I and I think, you know, and I think I think high key, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily know if LeBron's really as excited to, get, you know, take the floor again, you know, with AD. Um, yeah, but he he gonna be there. But you, but you, so you, so if they move, because this is what I heard on another podcast, uh, on Collins' podcast actually, that if they they move AD to Brooklyn, that there's a possibility that could work. I don't even know what to say. Like I'm lost. That, there's I'm, a lot, but that's the NBA. That's yeah. the NBA free agency yeah, for you, right? No, it, yeah, because and, you think you you know you thought that okay, Paul George was gonna go to the lake. The next thing you know, bam, he's with, with yeah. the Clippers, and it's just so exciting. It's yeah. so exciting. I know the offseason is super well. lit. It's super lit, and uh, obviously we're gonna be covering it um, week to week. And and I know there's a lot of our followers that are excited that we're gonna be uh, talking football. Uh, when we get to August, uh, training camp stuff, they ain't going into the season. So we're in that interesting time of year, but we will be covering the NBA offseason coming and going. So um, this is a good place for us to break. Like normal, we definitely thank you for tuning in. Thank you for checking in on us. Uh, we ask you to, on our YouTube channel, to like, subscribe, and get the notifications so that you know when we're doing things, know when we have new episodes and new content going up, and follow us on all of our uh, social media platforms uh, at Stat Lines Matter on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Twitter. And uh, listen, I'm Mark Stewart. This is Rob Hunter Jr. Yes, please do all that stuff. I got a you know, church, got the building fund. I got the house fund. He got the house fund. And <laughs> he's the house uh, fund. AKA <laughs> Robbie with the good hair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is Stat Lines Matter. Peace. Bye, boy. I ain't going for games. Say it to my face. Say it to my. Say it to my face. I ain't come for games. Say it to my face. Say it to my. Say it to my face.